Hi, friends. Welcome back to the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. My name is Kayla. You can find me online at English with Kayla. I'm on Instagram and YouTube, and I teach natural American English. And by natural, I mean the phrases that English speakers really do use. And I don't teach as if we were in a classroom. I teach as if we were good friends having a conversation, and I'm just showing you how to speak English again more naturally. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In today's lesson, we'll talk about polite English phrases. If you want to sound more polite while speaking English, try some of these phrases in today's episode. Sometimes English learners feel as if they're being rude when they're speaking English with native speakers because they don't get a very pleasant reaction from the things that they're saying. So I want to teach you some polite phrases that you can mix in that will sound natural to English speakers and then you'll feel more confident that you're sounding polite and more pleasant while speaking English. Let's start off with talking about some manners. Of course, it's always good to say please when asking for something and thank you when receiving something. I think this is true in almost every culture and every language. I do notice, however, that English learners, when they are speaking English, get kind of nervous and they start saying thank you too many times. And I know it sounds strange that you can say thank you too many times, but maybe you've experienced this in your first language when someone says something too many times. For instance, sometimes people over-apologize. If you feel anxious and you feel very self-conscious in a situation, you might say, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry about that. And the more that you say sorry, the less meaning it has. It's less effective to apologize if you say sorry too many times. The same thing can happen when you say thank you too many times. So I hear English learners say thank you, thank you. Okay, and thank you. It's almost as if they're saying sorry, but instead they're saying thank you. So only say thank you in very genuine contexts. And if someone gives you something, of course, say thank you. Don't skip out on the thank you. Gratitude is important to show that you're a polite, friendly person. But do not use thank you unless you genuinely mean it. Let's talk about asking for favors in English. You can say, could you do me a favor? Could you do me a favor? This is the most natural way to ask for a favor. And it's perfectly polite. You don't even really need to add please to this. But if you'd like to, you can. You could say, could you do me a favor, please? Could you do me a favor, please? That's more natural the way I just said it. You can also say, can you do me a favor? Can comes off a little bit more casual. So if you're speaking with a friend, go ahead and say can. But if you're in a professional context or with someone that you don't know as well, try and say, could you do me a favor? I sometimes say to my friends and to my family, hey, could you do me a solid? A solid is a favor. It's a slang word for a favor. So could you do me a solid? You can also replace could in this situation with would, and it means the exact same thing. Would you do me a favor? 
would you do me a favor? Would you do me a solid? Now, even though would is a little bit different meaning, when we say it like this, it just means the exact same thing as could. So if you hear native English speakers saying, would you do me a favor? It means the exact same thing. And we just start to replace could and would with one another very often in English. And it's just a very natural thing to do. Instead of asking for help, you can say, could you lend me a hand? Would you lend me a hand over here? That means, would you help me over here? You can also say, can you give me a hand? Can you give me a hand, please? This is another way to ask for help. So lend a hand or give a hand. Since we're talking about favors and helping, I wanted to tell you that if you are confused in English, why sometimes we say, can you help me? And can you help out? What the difference is here. So you can ask another person to help you with something. Can you help me with my English? That's a perfectly correct question. You can also say, could you help me out with my English? And I would say yes. That makes perfect sense as well. Both those statements are exactly correct and they mean the same thing. Usually when we say help out, we're talking about a person helping. Can you help me out? You would never say the dog really helped me out or this tool really helped me out. You would just say this tool helped me finish the job or this book really helped me learn. Help out is only used with humans if that helps you understand the meaning of these two phrases. I got a question about this the other day. So when asking for favors, you always just want to come off as pleasant. You can always add please. You can say lend me a hand, give me a hand. Could you do me a solid? Would you do me a solid? Could you do me a favor? Would you do me a favor? Now let's move on to a phrase that's really similar to give me a hand. You can say, can you give them a hand? That would be, can you help them out? But another way that this phrase is used in English, if you say, give them a hand, that means actually give them a clap, like give them an applause. If you are sitting in an audience and the person on stage or whoever's leading a meeting, whatever, says give them a hand, that means clap for them, please, like applaud for them. So that phrase has two different meanings that are slightly different. I suppose if you're clapping and applauding for someone, you are in a way helping them. One thing that my students have pointed out that I say all the time is really quick. This is my way, and it's just one of those things that I just started saying naturally. I don't know where I picked this up. Just in my first language of English, I say, hey, really quick, could you do this for me? really quick, would you read this out loud? I would say things like this to my students. And I realized, because they would imitate me and they would say, oh, Kayla, really quick, really quick. They're almost making fun of me. It's it kind of funny. But I realized after they pointed it out that I said this phrase really quick all the time. The reason that I add really quick to my statements is because I want people to know that I don't intend to take up a lot of their time. I don't want to ask them for a huge favor or a huge job or a huge amount of work for them to do. I just want them to do something really quick. And when I say it, I say really quick, really quick, really quick, really quick. Do you mind? Do you mind has the exact same meaning. It's like, 
do you mind if you help me with my homework? Do you mind helping me with this task? This is said because you're just trying to let the person know that you don't want their help unless it's not a lot of work for them or it's not a lot of pain or labor for them. Do you mind if you help me with this? You can also ask someone if you can do something. Do you mind if I help you real quick? That's just a polite way to say, do you care? Does it bother you? Sometimes in English, instead of saying really quick, we say real quick. Really is sometimes abbreviated or shortened to real. And this isn't technically correct, but it's just a very natural thing that native English speakers have started to do is instead of saying really quick, real quick. If someone says, I'm really hungry, they might say, I'm real hungry right now. I just wanted to point that out so you notice that in English as well. Another natural phrase that English speakers add on to their requests many times is to say, for a sec, for a second. So for a second or for a moment. You add this on to your request if you want to tell the person again, it's going to be really quick or it's not going to take much time. And really, you're intending it to not take much time. Sometimes you ask someone for help and you say, hey, can you help me with this? Can you help me figure this out real quick? And then it ends up being a long time. You say, sorry, I didn't think it would take that long. And people in general are pretty polite and they'll say, oh, I I don't mind. I didn't mind helping out. I have time. That's another phrase that can help if you are trying to be polite to someone who's asked you to do something and you just want them to know like, oh, I'm happy to help out. I'm trying to be kind. I'm trying to be friendly. You can say, oh, I've got time. I say this a lot to people who are working in stores or if I happen to go to a restaurant or if a worker is just saying, I'm sorry, it's taking so long. I say, oh, don't worry. I have time. This just means I have time to spare. I am not in a hurry. Don't feel pressure. I say this all the time because I really think it helps people not feel so worried. There's so many people that complain when they go to a store or go to a restaurant. Maybe this is a very American thing, but I try to be one of those people that does not complain because I have worked jobs in restaurants and stores and I know how terrible it is when someone says, we don't have all day. Hurry up. We don't have all day is something you would say if you are very impatient. We don't have all day to wait. Let's get back to our polite phrases. I just taught you a couple of rude ones, a couple impatient ones, but we're focusing on polite English phrases today. One thing that I hear native English speakers say a lot is, could I bother you for a second? And bother usually has a very negative implication. So if you say, you're bothering me, it means that you are annoying me. I don't like what you're doing. It's it's annoying me. Bothering means annoying. But if you just want to be polite to someone and you need to interrupt them, a very polite phrase, it kind of comes off polite, is to say, could I just bother you for a sec? Could I bother you for a second? This means, could I just take a small amount of your time And if they say yes, you say, I'm sorry to interrupt. Could I ask you a question? Something like that. So bother, even though it's normally negatively used, if you just want to come up to someone and interrupt them and 
let them know that you're apologizing for interrupting, you can say, can I bother you for a second? Or could I bother you for a moment? A second and a moment are pretty much the same meaning. It just means a short amount of time. We say sec or second all the time in English to mean a a short amount of time. So exactly as we use the word a moment. Another phrase that you can say is, "Uh, could I steal that for a moment? Let's say you and your coworker are working on something and you need to borrow their highlighter that they were using. You could say, could I steal that for a moment? Steal is usually a negative word. When you're stealing something, you're you're robbing it, you're committing a crime, you're not paying for something and you're taking it. But if you say, can I steal that for a second? That just means I know it's inconvenient that I'm taking that, but usually it means I'll give it back. And you could just say, could I borrow that for a moment? And that means the exact same thing. So sometimes in English, we don't want to be very blunt and we don't want to be very direct, especially if we're not confident in a situation. We're not confident in our new language that we're learning. I'm speaking to you as an English learner. As a language learner myself, I don't want to be direct when asking a question in my non-native language. So instead of bluntly asking a question, it's always good to add a phrase like really quick or do you mind or for a moment, for a second. Just those types of phrases that soften a question and make it less of a direct request, they help you sound more polite. Now, I don't want to encourage you to just always be passive. I want you to be assertive too. I want you to ask for exactly what you want. Because sometimes when you're not feeling confident, you tend to be more passive and not get what you want from other people. And you let people treat you poorly. So I'm telling you this because I want to motivate you to also just ask for what you want. And don't be afraid to ask for what you want. But now you have the tools to do it in a polite way. Instead of just bluntly responding to a question, you can sound polite by adding phrases like kinda, sorta, and quite. So if you don't want to tell your opinion because you think it can be pretty offensive, let's say someone says, um, do you like this dress on me? And you don't like it. You can say, uh, I kind of like it. I think maybe you should pick something else. By saying kinda, it really tells the person that you don't love it You would have just said, I like it, if you did like it. But adding words like kinda and sorta, those words that make it less direct, they soften the meaning of I like it. They make your opinion known, but you don't have to be so blunt or you don't have to feel like you're coming off as rude. If someone says, do you like this dress? And you just said, no. (laughs) Hopefully they're your friend and you feel pretty comfortable telling them that. Otherwise, if you don't know them well enough, you can say, ah, kind of, let's pick a different dress, or maybe you should try on a different dress. Another good phrase that you can use when someone asks you if you like something, or if it's correct, and you don't want to tell them bluntly, no, it's not correct, or no, I don't like it, you can say, not quite. (laughs) Sometimes I say this to English learners when they ask, did I say this correct? And I don't want to tell them that their English is bad, because it's definitely not bad. It's usually just mixing up one or two words or using a word just slightly incorrectly. So I'll say, not quite. Here's what I would say instead. And I think this helps people 
not feel like I'm just criticizing their English and making them feel bad. I just want to tell them the correct way to say it because I am trying to teach them. And I think that people appreciate you telling them it's not correct and not just lying to them, but not being so direct where you hurt someone's feelings. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. My name's Kayla. Again, find me on YouTube and find me on Instagram at English with Kayla. I teach daily English in those two places, and there are some really great video lessons on my YouTube as well. Send me a direct message if you enjoyed this podcast. I love hearing from you guys. You guys always message me from all around the world and tell me that you found the podcast on Spotify or Apple, and that makes me so excited. I've also started uploading the podcast to YouTube, and I hope to do some video podcasts in the future where you can actually see me talking. It's just sometimes I don't always feel like being on camera, so I apologize. But I do like to watch video podcasts, and I hope to make these video podcasts soon. Today, I'm recording in my closet because the audio is pretty good in here. I will see you guys on the next episode of the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. Best of luck studying.